All right, welcome to the J-Bone Show. This is episode number nine. And on today's episode, I talked to Sean Preston, the CEO and founder of Yaktown Don't Back Down. Yaktown Don't Back Down is a t-shirt clothing apparel company that was brought up right here in the city of Pontiac. You're going to get a bit of background on Sean and how it was growing up in the city of Pontiac and the struggles that came along with it. You're going to hear the story on how he created his own brand, where his idea came from, and ultimately where this brand is going in the near future. Now, you can find all Sean's apparel on www.yaktown.shop. You can also find him at his own pop-up shop, September 18th, that's this Wednesday, at 402 North Telegraph, to get all your t-shirts, all your hoodies for Yaktown Don't Back Down. Now, I do got to apologize in advance for this episode. There's a lot of wind me and Sean met at Rotary Park right here in Pontiac. And there's a lot of distortion, a lot of Mother Nature blowing at us. So you're going to hear a lot of wind. Just bear with us. We'll get through it. It's a great story, very inspirational story. I think you guys are going to love it, man. Uh, This is the story. Pontiac's very own lifestyle brand, Yaktown Don't Back Down. Pontiac's brand, Pontiac's slogan, Pontiac's t-shirt. That's coming at you. Right here, right now, on the J Bone Show. This is Sean Preston from Yaktown. Don't back down, and you're now listening to the J Bone Show. Let's get it. Here right, we are, J Bone Show, in Rotary Park, Pontiac, the hometown. <laughs> I'm here with my man Sean Preston, the CEO and founder, right? Yes, sir. Of Yaktown Don't Back Down. Right here from Pontiac, you are, right? Correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, let's talk about you before we get into anything with the brand. Uh, you were born and raised here. Yeah. You lived in, how old are you? 29. 29 years young. Yeah. 29 years young. <laughs> You've been here your whole life. Whole life, never left. Man, that's what's up. So tell me about you know being here in Pontiac, you're living here in Pontiac your whole life. Tell me, tell me about you know the grind here, man, because not a lot of people know you know how it was growing up in Pontiac. Growing up in Pontiac for me, it started off like real good. Um, I had both of my parents in my life, uh, but I didn't know where I was living. Like wasn't the best living right. conditions, but right. Um, it made me who I am today. Um, I say we started to see a change in our living conditions, man. Like once I got to high school, like, you know, I graduated in 2008. That was like the beginning of the recession. And then that's when everything just started changing. We started losing our community centers. People started losing jobs, losing homes. And then that's when everything just really started to change for the worse and as a teenager you kind of adapt and start to realize it's you like you become like i learned that. this new word bro it's called like i think they said empathy empathetic mm-hmm. yeah. like it's like certain stuff that's not okay it becomes okay to you right. because it's the norm yeah you start to adapt yeah and that's exactly. that's pretty what it was yeah i mean growing up here like there was a lot of sports like when you were younger i know that because I, I mean i'm only three years older than you but yeah there was a lot of sports activities to do around here, and as you sports. get as you get into the high school, it's like if you're not playing in high school, you have nowhere to play anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the rec leagues start to fade away a little bit. They start to get a little more, you know, different. And I was like, I was city league, city league, pal league. That mm-hmm. was like my bread and butter, yeah. man. Like that's where those were my glory days. Right. So like once they they took that away from us, it was just like 
I was just a kid out here in the streets. Exactly, and that's some, something you don't want to do is be out here. Right. You don't want to be with nothing, man. Yeah, um, yeah. But, like, I remember back back in the day we had, you know, the festival. We had the Arts, Beats, and Eats. So the community was actually coming together for a while with, like, an activity to do. Mm-hmm. But once they, like you said, once they started taking this stuff away, mm-hmm. there was really nothing left. Right. You know, so Pontiac started to become a bare city when there was, there's nothing here. Yeah. And even the police department got took over, remember? I don't Man, know if I, they, you remember we lost, that. We lost our police department and we lost our fire department. We lost all of our city services, all of our rec centers, like, anything that a city could lose. Uh, we lost it. Yeah. So, yeah. Which leaves not a lot of activity, especially for, like, entrepreneurs to adapt. It turns into being on the streets, yeah. selling the wrong <laughs> selling the wrong material out here. You know what I mean? So, you hey. it's not something that you really want your children to be involved in as well. So, talk about the event when you were at the... I've I seen this in the Oakland Press. The so. uh, Michigan Rib Fest. Okay. So, that was July, July 1st, 2016. I don't know how long it was... Like, from the last time Pontiac had had fireworks. Mm-hmm. But I stay in, like, the area of the M1 Concourse. Okay. I seen an event on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, we going. Like, yeah. we going. We going to see the fireworks. So, me, my wife. Was my, was my daughter born? My last daughter. I think she was. So, we were just, no, she, was, she, didn't, she wasn't born until the next year. So, we was just there during the uh, fireworks, bro. And they was going up. I don't remember if this was during the just the fireworks in general or the grand finale mm-hmm. but I just remember saying yeah town don't back down <laughs> yeah town don't back yeah. down and I just remember like man I remember saying this to my wife like that would be a dope t-shirt yeah. and that's how that's yeah, how I, it came about yeah. did, it stick to that? did you tell anybody about it I told Maybe a few people. Like, it's this little group that I'm a part of. It was called Pontiac Community Alliance. Mm-hmm. And we was going to have, like, this community resource day. And I was like, maybe we should get some shirts, you know, yeah. and put Yaktown on back down on it. They thought it was a good idea, but we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because the idea wasn't good. We just didn't do it. Yeah. So I sat on the idea for, like, two years, bro. Oh, wow. And just kept it to myself. And then, bah! Right. Sometimes, sometimes it just comes, and like like I was telling you before we started the show, man. Sometimes you just got to kick that ball, yeah. see where it goes, see how yeah. far it rolls, and that's yeah. ultimately how you're gonna get. It. So tell me about you know when when you were generalizing the idea, when you were thinking about it, did you have an idea to like make shirts, sell them, or you just like I'm just gonna make this shirt and just wear it, or like no, I had be... the idea to make shirts. Yeah, you want to start, <laughs> you want to start making shirts and selling them. Yes. So okay. first things first. Um, I'm a student of Google High mm-hmm. and YouTube University. Um, anybody that's listening, that's free education. <laughs> that's the beauty of the internet. That's why we're here. Free education. So I started researching on Google and YouTube about clothing brands and how to start them and what you should do. So after I learned that, man, I just applied it. So I did my market research. I'm like, all right, so I looked, Facebook, Instagram, Mm. not too many brands. It was one brand at the time when I started that was trying to make a little noise that was dedicated to Pontiac. It was called Pontiac Revival. Okay. But once I seen it, I seen I had a space in the marketplace. So I'm like, bet it. So first thing I did, of course, trademark. Yeah. Uh, Second thing, um, LLC. 
And then from there, I started this company, man, with 12 shirts. I had $120. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's what's up, man. That's crazy. So, what you had, okay, so you started up, you, did you buy, you bought 12 shirts? 12 shirts. You bought these shirts on your own. Did you yes. take them somewhere to get printed? Or yes, you print- well, <laughs> I went to a screen printing company in Pontiac called OCTs. Shout out to Mark and Chrissy. Um, I went there, one of my friends was working there at the time, my boy Perry. I went there, it was like, I want to get some shirts made. I just want to start off with 12. They gave me a price. Mm. I didn't really think nothing of it because my boy was like, I get you a good deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody, everybody's got the hook. Man. Yeah, so I'm like, forget it. Let's try it. Yeah. So I bought 12. As soon as I got the 12, man, I, um, I think I posted it on social media. I don't know if I, matter of fact, I take that back. Before I got the 12, I was letting people know that these shirts were coming. Right. So I had to mock up t-shirt first. Yeah, okay. All right. So then you had to ha- you had yeah, to make it happen. I had then, to make it happen. People expected it. So had to mock up first, got the 12, and once I got the 12, just That's like it. that. Just like that. Just like that. So you had the support of your friends, obviously, yeah. right? So I had to support cuz like I was already like working in the community doing stuff. Okay. So once people seen that I had something of va- I value like they rocked out with it yeah and, and then the 12 shirts were gone quick there was one that, so, week <laughs> see so when that <laughs> happened were, were you thinking at the time like man I need to re-up on these shirts yes and that's always remember I say this to every up and coming entrepreneur man you always gotta reinvest back yeah. into the business you don't wanna spend your re-up money right, right. you're gonna be left with nothing. <laughs> nothing it's in demand and then you don't have it yeah. you know what I mean so when the brand was starting to take off, did you did you realize like okay this is gonna go somewhere? Or were you still in the in the mode where you were just like okay I'll sell a couple shirts and then I'll be done with it, or did you were you like really invested at the time like you were ready to go? I was a little bit in between, and I say in between because at the time I was off of work. Uh-huh. So matter of fact, I was all in. Yeah, I was all yeah, in. Imagine. I take that back because I wasn't working. I was all in. I'm yeah. like either. Either it's gonna be sink or swim, sink or swim. Right. So at that point, you you realize this thing had some potential. Yeah, because the momentum, it. the momentum, man. Like, and then I'm very idealistic, man. Mm-hmm. I'm very creative. I'm always thinking of ideas. So it was always like, all right, I can spin it off like this. Yeah. I can drop this shirt with this color, and that's what it was. That's what it was. People driving by say, "What up?" He's known out here, man. That's what's up, man. So like, was there any type of struggle like getting like? The, We'll start right back at the re-up part. Once you sold out your 12 shirts, where you're like, obviously you knew it was growing. It was going to grow. It wasn't It wasn't a struggle to re-up. Mm. The struggle for me was trying to find a good price. Okay. Because I was looking at it like, I want to keep my overhead low. Right. So, I want to pretty much buy low and sell high. Mm. And that's what I was doing. I spent a lot of time... Um, on YouTube again, yeah. trying to figure out like, you know, how to keep my overhead low. So, I think I kept buying shirts from OCTs, maybe for like three months in into this. Okay. And then I tried this guy out in Hazel Park, and then in the midst of all that, I was secretly yeah. <laughs> trying to learn how to right, make them myself. To yeah. Right. So, I did all of that, 
And then I found how to make them myself, and I've been making them myself ever since. Yeah, that's, and that's part of being and an entrepreneur. And that was part of YouTube cutting out the Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's ultimately part of being an entrepreneur is trying to find ways to get that cut that middleman out yes make the most of what you're yes. branding you know what i mean and being able to cut out the middleman i was also able to lower my price right i was charging and then i i hate to say it but like i was charging 20 dollars for gilding t-shirts mm-hmm. like gilding they're good shirts but i don't think they're shirts like made for like a brand okay you know so i i learned about like some brand called next level apparel and bella canvas like it feels a little bit more softer and I wanted to make sure, man, that I was providing people quality, quality right. T-shirts and quality service. So once I was able to cut out the middleman, like I said, I was able to lower my price, and I was able to afford um, quality T-shirts. Man, I got schooled on so much, like where I could buy my shirts wholesale, um, everything, yeah. everything. So you, once you got all this ready to go, you were like, "I'm done working a nine to five. This I didn't is what quit I'm my job do. until. I quit my job three weeks ago. To three weeks ago from <laughs> before today? <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Three weeks ago. And how long you been doing this, like, full-time? Like I've been doing this for a year. Wow, that's what's up, yeah. man. So what were you doing for a job before this? I was working for the United States Postal Service. Oh, wow. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm doing this. Now you're doing this full-time. Doing this full-time, and I'm getting ready to be an organizer as well for the Pontiac Policy Council. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Giving back, man. Yeah. I like that. All right. So after you quit your job, obviously we're here. The market, marketing and, and promoting this stuff. So how do, how do you go about like marketing like to the fullest extent? Would you do you like suggest like social media? Social ads? media, Facebook ads. Because if people don't know where your product is, mm. then how are they going to buy it? Right. So the, the marketing piece on social media is key. Um, like certain websites. When, when a customer purchases your product, you get to collect their information. Mm-hmm. So, when you collect their information, you build an email list. And then off the email list, you can always update those customers on what new products you may have. And then those customers can potentially become, uh, I'm hoping I'm saying this word right, recurring customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so, the main thing is, man, I, I say uh, social media, uh, pop-up shops, um, word of mouth and then just already having your customers information is how I, I get most of my sales right on. or just um, being at local events yeah. I'm like I'm a walking billboard showing up yeah. back yeah. showing support for other people yep. and that's what this show is all about man. Yeah. alright we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to tell you how you can get to the pop up shop where it's at we'll give you all the information about that and we're going to talk a little bit more about the attention from the Oakland press <laughs> be right back Yeah, we're back on the J-Bone Show, episode 9. Here with Sean Preston, owner and CEO, founder of Yaktown Don't Back Down. And uh, we're just going to get right back into it, man. So you got the Oakland Press knocking on your door. Yeah. Asking for some information. How did that come about? How did that work? So, um, shout out to Natalie uh, Broder. Broder. Uh, she reached out to me. Uh, I knew her, you know just seeing her cover in Pontiac a few times in the area she reached out was like want to do a story on you mm-hmm. and uh rest is history That's we it. met at a, a park we was in a park setting just like just this just like this yeah park is a little closer 
um, to my house, uh, Maddie McKinney Hatchet Park. But I knew if we if we would have met there today, mm. <laughs> it would have been a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, we got enough noise with the wind. Yeah, it's all right. we we lucked out a little bit. The weather's nice enough. But that's that's pretty much how it came about, man. She uh she just reached out, said we want to cover you, and I was like, bet it. She said she had been checking me out for like I think about a year, uh-huh. just to see if I was gonna stay consistent. And that's how long they they look at you for that long. So they asked you. <laughs> I didn't know that. Just to see if I was gonna stay consistent, you know. Or she said she had seen me for about a year. Okay. And she wanted to see if I was gonna stay consistent and see if I was just really serious about what I was doing. And uh, she saw that I was serious, and she reached out, man. And it was, it was dope. Like um, the Oakland Press and uh, this the Oakland Press, the J Bone Show, and I. What was it? I think Family Legacy is probably like the only media coverage right we've had, man. So, so I, I appreciate soon, the that's, that's, like I said, opportunity. That's exactly what I'm trying to do is is grow, you know, grow other people along with my podcast. Yeah. Try to spread awareness to people like yourself, like myself. And just grow together. There's, like I said, in my, I said it in my episode, there's no money involved. <laughs> you ain't paying me nothing. I ain't paying you nothing. We're just trying to get people to get hear people it. out there. Yeah. There's only so much you can do on social media. Yeah. There's only so many Facebook posts you can post. Rather than this way, we could talk about the story, get it out, ultimately grow each other, man. That's what it's all about, supporting each other. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the pop-up shop. So you got one coming this Wednesday. Wednesday, 5 o'clock. Now, this is not your first pop-up shop. No. So tell me about this as an idea before, because I've, I've seen people do it every now and then. I've never done anything like that. I've never even been to one. Okay. So give me what, how'd that idea come about, and where, where's that coming from? Um, YouTube, <laughs> just personal research, right. man. I've seen like other brands say that they have grown off of building leverage with their pop-up shops. The very first one I ever had was not successful. Okay. It was terrible. Maybe one person showed up, and I kind of blamed it on myself because it was on Mother's Day. Okay. And I didn't know that it was Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. I have a wife at home. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) And I have a mom. Yeah. And a grandmother. So how did I... You were focused, man. You were tunnel vision. That's what Natalie was like. How did you not know it was Mother's Day? And I'm like, I didn't. Like, I promise. I didn't know it was Mother's Day. And that one, I mean, when I say it flopped, yeah. like, it flopped. But it was a learning experience right. for me, you know. Right. It wasn't more like it was just on Mother's Day. It was just other stuff to it, like, outside of promoting on social media. The second one, though, we had it at Sprout Fresh Food Store. Here in Pontiac. Shout out to Coleman Yoakum. That's my guy. You guys need some fresh vegetables here in the city of Pontiac. Fresh fruit and vegetables. They located on Heron, between Heron and uh, Dwight Street. So, yeah, he allowed us to use his space, and uh, we had the pop-up share, pop-up shop there. I uh, made an event. Uh, I think I sponsored it on okay. Facebook, and that one was fire. Yeah. And the beauty of that one was is I learned how to sell outside of people in my circle right you know a lot of times people yeah networking with new people a lot of times man we get caught up in selling to our friends and our family you know we automatically think like they automatically gonna support us right and then we think that that's where our majority of our or in my case majority of our sales are going to come from right man it was people that i didn't even know like we made 
I'm, we made three hundred dollars in three hours. Wow! So it's just like, with, and all I did was place like a forty dollar ad on Facebook. Yeah. So that was. So that was the second one. How many have you had so far? Three. three, three the so third far. one was like a partnership pop-up shop, and it was pretty much the same thing. We had it downtown at ENK Arts and Gallery. Um, the lady name is Kathy Daniels. She reached out to me and said, hey, I'm having this big community pop-up shop. I'm going to have other local entrepreneurs there. You want to come? Sure, we'll be there. Mm. Like We came, 10 by 10, tent, table. Hey, Facebook, we're going to be here. Yeah. Hey, email list, we're going to be here. Hey, family and friends, we're going to be here. Hey, downtown, we out here right now. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of, of social media, man, yeah, and man, having the internet. And Facebook is really like the premise. I don't even know if prim- I always say big words, and I don't even know <laughs> if I know that they what they mean, bro. I just say them. But Facebook is like the yellow pages for Pontiac. Exactly. Really, yeah. like, anytime something is on Facebook, like, that's how information gets out here. Right. Me, personally, I think that sucks because mm. I just think it sucks. Yeah. Like, there's gotta be another way. There's gotta, gotta be, be another, another way. way to get information out besides I gotta post this on Facebook and that's what I've been trying to work on for, like, two years, maybe three now is I feel like whoever, whoever cracks that code of getting their information or their products out to the local community mm-hmm. and Pontiac, they gonna plenty make away. the big bucks. There's plenty of ways. Yeah. Podcasting is one of them. Like, yeah. I've said it in my ads on here. Podcasting is like the big boom of media right now. Mm-hmm. Recording rather than typing, you know what I mean, to get that through yeah. people. Yeah. So I mean, it's all gonna come together as one anyway. Right. You know what I mean, podcasting can be shared. That's any, what like anywhere. Gary V. You watch Gary yeah, V. I do. I do. He always say you gotta find your medium. Yeah. Whether it's audio, visual. <laughs> Or blogging. Right. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of people, like myself, starting up was like, uh, I probably can't do this. I just won't mess with it. Mm-hmm. But when you finally realize, like, yeah, maybe I could just try it. And then you get that, you become addicted. Yeah. You become, it's like, okay, now I know I can do this. Yeah. Or I got a shot at this. I'm going to see where it goes. And that's and how it starts. Like, because I, I started, like, doing YouTube videos. You know, my kids have their own YouTube mm-hmm. channel. I invested, like, so much money in cameras. <laughs> But it was just hard. like we we vlog here and there, but yeah, man, it's like you said, it's it's multiple uh, ways yeah. to get yourself There's out. So there. many ways. You just to have to stay now. consistent. Exactly. Content, yeah. more stuff. Just yeah. Stay stay relevant to people. Stay in the now, as they yeah. say. So tell me what it means, you know, as far as now you have your brand, everything set up, you're ready to go. You're booming now. You're getting public. What does it mean for you to be still in Pontiac, representing Pontiac? Man, it means everything to me to be here, to be able to represent Pontiac, because I just feel like this is what we need, man. Like, Pontiac has lost, like, everything. So we need, like, something that we can gravitate to. We need something that can bring us together. Like, that's one of my goals. Like, I do want to open a brick-and-mortar store. Like, I know e-commerce is like the wave. Everybody, like, yeah. you don't need a brick-and-mortar location. But, like, I want to open up a brick-and-mortar location just so I can have a staple. Yeah. A staple in a community where I can be like, this is ours. Like, you can come into my store. You can see, like, pictures of vintage Pontiac Central yeah. and Pontiac Northern. Like, just showing off our community, man. It means, it means everything. I want to be, I'll take that back. I'm going to be, like... 
I want to be the like one of the first homegrown millionaires. You yeah. know, to say like yeah. I lived, I stayed, I did all of this in my city. You know, I want that to be a part of my story, bro. Right. Like that's what's up. I man. was here. I figured it out. Yeah. I didn't Not leave. A lot of people can do that. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people can say that. A lot of people have to go other places to figure it out. Yeah. And which that's, is I don't I don't shun that. <clears throat> you know, I think that's that's fine. You know, but I don't I don't know if that's in the cards for me. Like right. I really feel like. I'm gonna be able to get it done here. Yeah. Like, and I won't know until I try. Exactly. You know, and that, exactly. And that's and I'm just, sure it means a lot more knowing that you're in your hometown. You've been here the whole time representing your hometown. Now you have a lifestyle brand yeah. for your, representing your hometown yeah. to your hometown people. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta mean a lot to you, man. Yeah, man. That's what's up. So tell me what's in store for the future, man. What can we expect from you? We're going to see more of you, I'm sure. <laughs> like I said, it, it sounds like, it looks like, and sounds like, according to social media, that this thing is growing for you. So what can we expect? More pop-up shops um, and just more giving back to the community, man. I want to do, uh, we're having a Halloween block party. It's going to be next month on the 25th. It's going to be at Maddie McKinney Hatchet Park. It's almost like, a trunk or treat, mm-hmm. but it's table and treat. So what we did last year is we invited um, local businesses uh, to come out. They get a table, and they just put a whole bunch of candy on the tables. And then the kids just come and get the candy. We have bounce houses, dance competitions. Okay. That's pretty much what all we do, man, is just community events and pop-up shops. And that's okay. that's on my calendar for the next year and a half. I'm, I want to open up my store location by April of next year. Okay. Like that's what I want to do. I'll we'll be looking for you. <laughs> and if I don't, we still gonna have a website. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Give me uh, give me promote your social media accounts. You got anything else you want to say before we start doing us? You can find Yaktown Don't Back Down on Instagram at Yaktown Don't Back Down on Facebook at Yaktown Don't Back Down. I'm also on Facebook at Sean Preston, or you can just add my regular page, Sean Preston. Um, on Twitter and Instagram is underscore at underscore Sean Preston. I'm sorry. Our website is yaktown.shop slash shop. And that's that's all of our information. All right, man. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to be. Hopefully we get people buying these shirts. Yeah. I want to get one myself. I'm for sure going to get one for sure. I know some people, my sister, I know everybody's going to see this. They're like, yeah, I want that. You know <laughs> it's like, like, it's like you said, there's not a lot representing our city out yeah. here. And especially then, like, clothing wise. See, and. This is one of the purposes behind the brand as well. Like Detroit versus everybody. When that came, when that hit the scene, I seen a lot of people. They had the Pontiac versus everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. Like I get it. And this is no disrespect to Detroit versus everybody. But I'm like, that's not ours. Right. You know, right. like Detroit is Detroit. Pontiac is Pontiac. You know, and. That was one of the inspirations behind the brand. Yeah. Like we need our own something like, original. Yeah, it's yeah. original. Like we're not we're not copying off nobody. And that's, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And that's just like I said, man. That's the importance of this whole thing. Like we were talking before the show, to just give it a shot, man. If you got something, an idea out there that you think might work, maybe it won't work. Give it a shot. You never know. You Kick won't that know. Ball. You won't know. Kick that ball. Try. And here's a perfect story, perfect example right here, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. We're going to see you this Wednesday at the pop-up shop, yes, right? Yes, I'm yes. going to be there. Anybody wants to come out? 402 North Telegraph. There it is, Five man. to seven. I'm going to see you this Wednesday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Sean Preston. Let's good talking it. to you, brother. I appreciate it. All right, man. It's the J-Bone Show. We'll talk to you all again real, real soon.
Hey, this is J-Bone. I'm looking for locals in the metro Detroit area to come on my show, The J-Bone Show, right here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Are you a local business owner, local entrepreneur? You an MMA fighter, a wrestler? You a local musician, rapper, singer, guitar player? You in a band? Come to my show. Let's promote you. Let's get your story out and how you got there. The J-Bone Show, right here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.